Hi, Minnie. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Um, thank you, Kim, for joining me today. Thank you very much. I know it's the end of the day. You might be very tired from work, but thank you for sparing time for me. That's <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Hello. I was saying thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> Well, I did go through your website and um, it's uh, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, you've made it very clear. So my very first question is about you introducing yourself to the audience. Just a brief introduction, your name and what you do currently, where you work, stuff like that. All right. I'm Wazanai Kintwanya and I am the founder of Big Design Studio. The UI/UX design studio based in Bulawayo, Zimbabwe, okay. and I'm also the co-founder of Teen60, which is a social enterprise that provides uh, mainly virtual mentorship mm. for girls and women in STEM or interested in STEM. Mm. I like I like what you guys do. Yeah in cm60 <laughs> very very much is um, it no seriously the biggest uh, okay some one thing that's captured my attention so much uh, to me it's different i haven't seen it anywhere else i don't know if other people do it but i haven't seen it is um what you incorporate into your system as women who are into stem but at some point left because of you know different issues family um anything anything about life and now they want to come back into stem but you know technology you live for a year by the time you come back yeah. things are like <laughs> what you know is almost a century so the fact that you exactly. intentionally want to pick these ladies up and you know upskill help them upskill and you know make them fit right into the tech industry that they were in to me that's amazing that's amazing and thank you so much for doing that. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, it was it was born out of um, our own experiences because, oh, okay. as you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. As you mentioned that when you were in high school, you were probably one of the few girls in your classroom. Same mm -hmm. applies to myself and my co-founder. We were, it was my experience in high school because I did sciences and I had the same experience in university. Mm. Uh, where I think the girls in our class, we were only six out of a class of about 35. Wow. Not mm. everyone is able to function in an environment where, it's, uh, where there aren't people that they can relate to. Mm. It takes some, some courage to be able to do that, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I completely understand. Um, so Kim, my second question is about mm -hmm. your history. You mentioned something about being in the science class during your high school. So falling into the science class, was it yeah. something abrupt or it's something you grew up knowing that you were heading into? How has this journey been like for you? Oh, I've always wanted to do that, I guess. Uh, I, I was exposed to computers at a very young age. Mm -hmm. So I was curious, I was always 
playing around. I remember we had this huge uh, computer at home. I would do a lot of gaming there and just playing around sometimes, uh, destroying things and then trying to rebuild and stuff. So mm -hmm. it was an interest from early on and um, being from a supportive family where I, I wouldn't say I was discouraged from from pursuing what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Well, because actually growing up as I was younger, I always said, I want to be a doctor because that's what almost every kid would say <laughs> at that time. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then as I grew older, that's when I discovered my love for computing. And I took that for when I went to high school. I, I took that even when I started the for Monwalter's compulsory in, in the first year of high school. And then for my, I don't know, the side we have O levels and A levels to like ordinary level, that's after four years. Mm -hmm. I, I chose to do com computer science at that stage, studying at that stage, because I knew exactly what I wanted to study. I knew it had to be something to okay. do with computing. So mm -hmm. yeah, I've been at for a while now, since, uh, when was that, 20, I don't know, 2010 maybe? doing it like through school and stuff okay yeah. okay all right um so you are a founder of a company in tech you are a co-founder of a company that combines stem and tech how has this yeah. journey been like for you as a woman an african woman uh who is breaking barriers in STEM? What are some of the challenges that you have faced? Hmm. There are plenty, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but oh, oh, the major, I'm trying to think of the major ones. Mm. Um, okay, so for example, let me start with Team 60. What we're doing is different. Uh, it hasn't been done before. Um, because first of all, we are a social enterprise, not a non-profit. That means okay. all the activities that we do, we have to to generate money for that. So that's something a bit different. And we're providing a virtual mentorship platform specifically for Zimbabwean women. No one has done that before. So we're kind of new it territory. Yeah, yeah, it, it's new territory. And it comes with some challenges because you're also trying to find your way. It's like you're walking through a dark uh, <laughs> house and you're trying to find your way. Mm -hmm. You will find your way, but you have to struggle, you know. Mm -hmm. So that, that's how it is. Yeah, we're just figuring things as we're going. Mm -hmm. And then um, with the Beauty Design Studio, it's, it's growing slowly. But surely, um, it it comes with the normal challenges that come with the business. You know, sometimes business might be low. You think of ways of being innovative. Mm. Um, yeah, but as a woman specifically, I wouldn't say. Of course, there are some situations where maybe you're in a meeting or something, and you're the only woman there, and the first impression that people might have is that uh, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of have to, to prove yourself uh, <laughs> so many times. But then, yeah, 
usually your work has to speak for itself so that there's no doubt yeah. in your capabilities but it's not automatic that if you're a woman then people will respect you there mm. and then so your work has to do the talking for you mm. so i was asking amidst all these oh. challenges what's this one thing that has kept you afloat what has been your inspiration, source of motivation for you to keep pushing forward? Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm generally a goal-driven person. Okay. <laughs> so when I decide to embark on something, I will give it my all. That's mm-hmm. just the person that I am. So when I decided to work on Team 60, I knew that it would with a lot of work but then mm. I was willing to put in the work because I know eventually it's going to start paying mm. yeah because it, it is starting to right now uh, we're getting more uh, clients and all that on the business side of it wow. uh, but they're going to be more so that's what keeps me going the fact mm. that I'm making a change I'm helping other people and at the same time I'm making money whilst at it that's that's motivation right there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel you exactly i, I feel what you said <laughs> yeah because you know i as much as we all want to be able to help people in one way or the other but we should never turn a blind eye to the financial aspect of things yeah money is a motivator mm-hmm yeah yeah <laughs> okay okay all right nice next question is about some of the prestigious moments your awards achievements things we can celebrate with you can you tell us about those <laughs> i'm laughing because i'm having to scratch my head to think of some of these answers <laughs> but okay all right, all right. Let me think. Um, one of my achievements. I, I feel like I have plenty, but right now I can't think of any. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, tell you what, I can send you these um via LinkedIn. It's like I've written them somewhere. I know them, but right now I just threw a blank. Like I can't even. <laughs> we can send them in a message that's okay (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah they are a lot um but one of the things that i'm really proud of is just um how far i've come in my career having Mm -hmm. chosen not to uh, i don't know if you would have come across this in any of my bios but straight after um, university i decided to start my business which is sustaining itself now and myself which yeah yeah which is something that i'm proud of Mm -hmm. one of the things that i'm proud of um it it was a difficult it wasn't difficult for me but for for the people around me (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah that's where the parts of being like being um a woman some of the challenges that you face Mm. There are some societal expectations that you can't overlook when making certain decisions. So, yeah. Um, yeah so when I chose to make this move, it 
it was a bit difficult for some of the people around me. They're like, hey, but then, you know, it might be difficult. You know, the economy that we function in mm. might not work out. Why don't you go look for a job, get employed at a good company? But then I just had to be steadfast and make that decision. And it is uh, slowly paying off now. It's something that I'm proud of that I did. <laughs> Okay, all right. At least I captured one. The rest will come through messages. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I will send them right after our meeting. Okay, cool. whilst we're talking. Yeah, because <laughs> I did submit some a few days ago. So <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes life easier. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, so if you are not um working you know doing anything that's related to work what takes mm. up your time what do you enjoy doing outside work uh sports i love playing sports i've always been wow. a sporty person since i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh I've, let's see i've played i'll just list some of the sports that i've played Traditionally, mm-hmm. I've played tennis, I've done swimming, um, hockey, softball, baseball, rugby, <laughs> cricket. But uh, no, no, unfortunately, no. <laughs> I know if someone says Zimbabwe, in my mind, I'm like cricket. So- yeah, but I, I didn't go for it because at that time I was playing uh, softball in high school. Oh. So it would be a yeah, because they're both um, kind of similar, not 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 really, but yeah. Uh, so I was very involved in softball at that time because I was also part of the national team, which was very intensive. Okay. Uh, training, so it took up a lot of my time. Yeah. But then when I was in university, that's when I started playing hockey, which is amazing. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so sports all the way. It's cool. All the way. Precious your brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my second last question is about your favorite quote. Do you have one? I don't know if I would call it a quote as, as such, but someone once said, um, it's a client of mine, she once said, we're just talking about how um the some of the reasons why many Africans countries are underdeveloped mm. and we realize that you know sometimes it's not because of a lack of talent let's say in terms of some of the innovation that comes from Africa it's not because we lack talent no mm. it's lack um, opportunities yeah we lack opportunities because there's an equal spread of talent it doesn't mean that because uh, more innovation comes out of the United States and those people are more intelligent. No, they just have more opportunities mm. at, at their um, disposal compared to us. That's why you find uh, people like yourself and me, we are trying to bring those opportunities to the talent that already exists, mm. you know, and make a positive change and encourage development in our countries and our continent mm. yeah so that's one of the just a, a concept i guess a discussion that we had that we shouldn't look at it as if 
you know, we don't have the talent here in Africa. No, we mm. do. There's, there's opportunities. It's the opportunities that are unequally spread across the world. That's actually very true. I've been thinking about it as you were talking. Imagine if there were, if there are these two kids, let's say 14 year olds, one in Africa and one in the US. If they have the same idea of innovating something, the one in the US has the resources and you know the right people around him or her to encourage that idea in this child's mind. But the one in Africa, <laughs> at the moment, the only thing we have is our imagination your innovative mind, but the access to uh, resources that can help you bring that idea to life. And you know, the right people to encourage you take this forward are not available. Wow. So the moment we realize that, you know, it really changes your perspective on the way you look at things. Hmm. Like we stop looking at ourselves as if we're a we're begging for something, mm. but no, we just need that extra nudge, that extra push to be able to be innovative in our situation. So my very last question is about your word of encouragement to a young girl from Africa who is struggling to fit into the STEM field. They're passionate about STEM, but the pressure from society and people around them is making them uncomfortable to pursue this mm. career in mm. the STEM field. How would you encourage them? Well, you know, there's nothing as frustrating as doing something that you don't love. You will <laughs> hate going to work. You will be a bitter person probably for the rest of your life. And maybe those people that were putting pressure on you might not be around at that time, mm. you know, when you're facing these challenges. So my advice would be, okay, yes, you have these um, pressures around you. You have um, a lot of things you need to put into consideration, but you should never lose sight of your end goal. If you want to be a doctor, play your part, do what you need to do, make sure your grades are good, do, if there's research you need to do, then get it done. But um, you should sometimes, and also sometimes it's okay to, to stand your ground and say no to some requests that may come because whether we like it or not, many situations in the world are not in favor of us as women. You know, people might be more concerned about when you're getting married than what you're going to do for yourself or what you want for yourself. So mm. sometimes you have to stand your ground if the situation allows. Mm. You know, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so, Kim, for me, that was all that I had for the interview. But thank you for having me. It's been you're great. Welcome. <laughs> Although I was laughing most of the time, but I was enjoying oh, laughing. <laughs> I was enjoying the <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, really. All right. Um, enjoy the evening. 
end the weekend. Okay. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.